0: Hi, and welcome to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation focused on youth mental health. In today's episode, we will be launching our body dysmorphia series, where we will talk about body dysmorphia and eating disorders that contribute to it. In this series, we will be interviewing people that have gone through body dysmorphia, as well as experts in the medical field that treat body dysmorphia. Today, Anisha and Krupa, Two of Tharika's youth team members will be discussing kind of an introduction to body dysmorphia and what it really means. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Mindful,
1: Beautiful, and Thriving. I'm Anisha. And I'm Krupa. And today we want to talk about two serious topics in our society, body dysmorphia and self-confidence. I think we should start by really understanding what body dysmorphia is.
2: It's defined as a mental illness involving obsessive focus on a perceived flaw in appearance. Sometimes the flaw can be minor or even just imagined, but it can still cause people to become fully obsessed with fixing it, thinking about it, and avoiding social situations and photos to hide it. I think it's become even more of an issue in today's society where we see seemingly perfect people on social media and online, and it makes us
1: focus and potentially obsess over our own insecurities. A huge symptom of BDD is repetitive compulsive behaviors. These are actions such as excessive tanning, shopping and exercising, or seeking cosmetic surgery. On their own, there may not be a problem, but two or more together may be signs of body dysmorphia. There are many causes of BDD. Peer pressure, social media, and beauty standards are some of the biggest causes. It's really important to also prevent this. It can take over a person because they believe that they are ugly and abnormal, even if no one else thinks the same way. So gaining self-confidence is the best way to prevent body dysmorphia. And I'd just like to emphasize that although a
2: huge percentage of people don't suffer from BDD, feeling body dysmorphia in general is very common in our society, especially living in a time where social media dominates much of our daily lives. Seeing beauty standards that seem impossible to achieve has the ability to make you feel really negative about your own self. It isn't something to be
1: ashamed of, but it is something you should definitely reach out to someone about. BDD is incredibly hard to go through on your own. In the long term, it can cause co-occurring disorders such as depression and eating disorders. It can also cause negative social impacts such as poor performance in school or work and loss of relationships. If you think that you have BDD, here are a few steps you should take immediately. First off, talk to a close friend or
2: family member, and when comfortable, reach out to a mental health professional or therapist. There are treatments that can help, but you can't do it alone. You can also work on improving your body dysmorphia without seeking professional help. Here are some ways. One, practice reduction strategies. This means removing excessive mirrors from your house or limiting social media screen time per day. Step two, practice daily routines. Develop a healthy sleep schedule and a comfortable exercise routine. And step three, try to take risks every day. Try to wear something in your closet that takes you out of your comfort zone, or try to show off something you normally hide. If you feel uncomfortable without makeup, maybe FaceTime a friend bare-faced and see how you feel.
1: If you think that a friend or family member has body dysmorphic disorder, here's how to help. Step one, first be sure that they have symptoms of body dysmorphia. An easy one to spot is when hanging out with them. If they're constantly talking about a certain body part they hate and it always seems to take over the conversation, they may have BDD. Step two, work on sharing conversations away from their appearance and try not to talk about your own insecurities. This can end up in a more negative conversation and won't make the person feel like someone relates to them. Don't mock your friends or family member, even if you think it's a joke. They most likely won't feel the same way and you need to make sure that they feel comfortable sharing their feelings with you. And last step, encourage them to get help and talk to a therapist or psychotherapist.
2: For people struggling with BDD, a lot of the negative feelings and obsessions come from someone's individual mindset about their flaws. The main goal of the treatment for BDD is to change the way a person sees themselves and put them on a journey to self-love. This is much easier said than done, though. For many people who do struggle with BDD, it often becomes the main focal point in their life. Some ways to not let BDD derail your life are writing down the parts of your body you feel thankful for, coming up with a plan of action when you begin to put yourself down to distract yourself or stop yourself, and maybe taking a break from social media, if that's a potential cause, to stop comparing yourself to other people and unrealistic beauty standards.
1: Regaining self-confidence is hard, even if you don't have BDD. But it's important to find someone you can talk to, especially since you're flaws aren't as bad as all as you think from another person's perspective. I can't say that I've struggled with BDD, but I have worried about my body and how other people think of me. Honestly, speaking from experience, it's better to talk to someone and reduce negative thoughts about your body instead of overthinking and letting it consume you.
2: Hopefully we were able to give you some insight into causes, symptoms, and treatments of BDD
1: and ways to achieve self-confidence in spite of it. Thanks for listening, and we hope you learned something about body dysmorphic disorder and self-confidence.
0: You are listening to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation. As part of our youth series, we will be releasing new episodes every Friday, so make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and thank you so much for listening.